Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 29 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Daraj Dulit Shahi, and my co-pilot that is just barely skimming some planes down in Orange County, John Wayne Airport, is Carlos <laughs> Buarguayo. <laughs> and we are here to give you the week in geek. Yep. How's everybody doing out there? Better than Harrison Ford shitting his pants. Ugh, Harrison, the, stop it. The man The man has a, has a death wish. God damn it. You know... I don't know what to say about him. Just no. stop flying, my man. Yeah. Stop trying to get that Kessel run. <laughs> yeah, he, he wants down the 11. To, down to 11 Yeah, seconds, he wants the right? 11 parsecs. No, 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 no. no. Oh, parsecs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. 12 is fine. Oh, Lord. My gosh. How yeah. you doing, boo? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah, well, this is our first episode alone Ooh. in a little bit. Sensual time. Bow-chicka-bow-bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. This is cool. We had some great guest hosts mm-hmm. over the last God knows how long. Yeah. And we decided to go solo tonight. Mm-hmm. But thank you to all those amazing guest hosts yes. that we've had. Dean was last week. Mm-hmm. Les has been a, a reoccurring guest host. Yes, Les We've is had great. the great Johnny Grasso, mm-hmm. the great Haas Burkhart. That's right. Both of them are on the great Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners. And Frosted Flakes. And Frosted Flakes. Because they're great. Holy crap, it's the Breakfast Club. You know what I got for Christmas? It was a banner freaking year at the Tiger House. I got a carton of cigarettes. Old man grabbed me said, hey, smoke up, Tony. They're great. Bastard. Okay, I didn't get that until you said it, but thank oh, you. okay. That's fine. Mm. And <laughs> also Blue Harvest. Yes. Hosburgh Hart is on with Will Witten. Witten, yes. And yeah, tune into those great mm-hmm. cha-ching podcasts. <laughs> Dallas was on as a guest yes. host. Dallas was dropped some geekdom on us. So thank you to all our guest hosts. And we're going to have some more coming up very, very soon. Mm-hmm. And thank you to our listeners out there and our new listeners. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to get to the next 29. Yes. Or the next 100. That's right. So if you want to catch us on Sphere, that is called... The internet. The internet. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at the Sithless and at the Sithless Boo. We're also on Instagram. We have a guy out there, mm-hmm. a Sith head that is plugging away, Andrew Medina, who yes. is kicking buttocks on mm-hmm. our Instagram page, making it all look all sexy. Yes, very sexy. You're very, uh, you're very sexual you're, today. You're sexual yes. today, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> our Instagram is the Sithless. We have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. The Sithless, and an email, thesithless at gmail.com. We have a hotline, mm-hmm. our geek hotline, which is 707-65-GEEK1, and that's 707-65-43351, if you can't spell. 
And here's some cool news, Boo. Mm. We have some merch. Ooh. We have merch in the church. Oh, shit. Oh, that's cool. Some swag. We have some swag. We have some t-shirts. We have some mugs, Ooh. phone cases. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. And it's on TeePublic. So that's TeePublic.com. And you can find us by putting in the Sith list. Oh. Or you can go directly to our storefront page, which is TeePublic.com slash user slash J-A-R-I 2112. Huh. And for all the Rush fans, you'll know what 2112 is from. <laughs> and J-A-R-I is Yari, and that's my name backwards. Oh. I tried to get the Sith list as a username, and it wouldn't give it to me. No. So Bastards. Those fuckers. So I'll work on that. Yeah. But just put in the Sith list, and you'll see our cool, retro, cool-looking T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys enjoy them, and let me know if you like them. Yes. So how are you, you doing good, boo? Yeah, 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 I'm doing good. You ready for the Oscars or what? Oh, I'm pumped. You ready to do the La La Land song? Yeah, I, 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 I got my tux all pressed and out of the dry cleaners looking fly. You do look fly. Maybe that's why you're so sexual. Probably, because I feel, I feel I like, like a million bucks. I like the polka dot black bow tie you're wearing You right like now. that? I know. But I don't get I why know. you're not wearing clothes. Well, you know, when you're wearing a bow tie, that's all you need. It's true. It's just the bow tie. You got your birthday suit on. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. Absolutely. All right, I'm excited about the Oscars. Yeah, the Oscars is a big thing for me. I hmm. used to always, with my pops, sit down. You know, all, the, all the other shows are pretty much bullshit to me. They're like the Golden Globes and the yeah, uh, SAG Yeah, Golden Globes aren't bad. But, but you know, cause it's cool because they drink and they get kind of drunk. What was it the uh, Independent Film uh, Film Awards? The ones that the one that they did yesterday, they get hammered. Oh, do they, they get hammered? Yeah, really? it's, it's on IFC. They have like the biggest open bar, and everybody's oh, just great. totally shit faced. Yeah. I love it. I yeah, love that. So it's, that one's funny to watch if you like see him get hammered. Yeah, that's I, lo- I love when they're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> especially Jack Nicholson when he gets hammered. The oh best. my god! Yeah. yeah, he's the best. Good man, you set him up, and I'll knock him back, Lloyd, one by one. But the Oscars is a cool thing because me and my dad used to always sit down. We'd have a list and we'd mm. predict before the show started. We'd do our own prediction, oh, kind of cool. like a bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said last week, La La Land's going to take it. Uh oh. And if they don't take Best Picture, I'm going to look like a jackass. Oh, what buffoon! Yeah. So we'll see. Now we are going to get into geekdom. Ooh. Maybe next year at the Oscars we'll talk a lot of geekdom because yeah, maybe so. Logan will be nominated for best picture that's fucking old and hugh jackman might be nominated for best actor yep you never know so let's talk a little geekdom let's get into well you know first let's get into some random schmeals like Mm. we always do yes oh wait a minute i'm fucking i'm just i'm just so excited i'm skipping through fucking things Mm. we've got to talk box office Mm. right yes gotta get some numbers mojo.com mojoboxoffice.com reported that number one number two number three this week were as follow get out Mm. And that's uh, is that Peele's movie, right? Yes, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele directed it. He wrote it and he produced it. Jesus. Yeah, he's doing the Ben Affleck. Oh wait, never mind. He's not. Ooh, we'll oh, get to that in a second. Zing. That made thirty million bucks. Ooh, and I saw it. And I'll talk about oh, it in okay. a second. Lego Batman made sixteen million dollars, so nice. it dropped a second, but still making some, some money. Yeah. And the, here's a cool thing: John Wick, who was number five last week. Moved up to three, so the word of mouth is that's getting around. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's doing well, and it's made already a hundred million worldwide. Mm. And that might not sound like a lot, but their last movie only made about sixty-five worldwide. Oh, that's so good. it's already trumped that. Very good. So very good, John Wick. Very good. Saw so Get Out. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it, no, because you're scared. Yep, that's okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being scared. <laughs> Just go to church. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Was it 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes good? 
I didn't think it was like um, unbelievable, but oh, would okay. I recommend it? Absolutely. Oh, okay, that's pretty. Was good. it funny? Absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah. Was it suspenseful? Hell yes. Was it like a traditional horror film? No. Hmm. So what you see in the trailer is going to throw you off a little bit. Some of the scenes in the trailer, in the trailers, it didn't kind of make it to the uh, cutting room floor there huh. of the movie. It was really good. I liked it. And it had the jokes here and there. Did I like it better than Split? No. But because I'm a nerd and a geek. Yeah. And I loved how Split <laughs> As a tied kicker something at the else end, in. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing. They come from the same studio. Hmm. Yeah. So that studio is kicking ass. I forgot the name of the studio. But they're doing really well. Okay. And it's get out. So it will probably be, probably make, I would think, a good $60 million by the time it's all said and done. And the budget wasn't big at all, so mm-hmm. really good, really good film. That's your box office top three for the week. Very good. Yeah. Now let's get into some random schmeals. Yes. Now we have some info on, well, you have some info, boo. Yes. On Mr. Bond. Yes, yes. So BBC was talking to Naomi Harris, which is Money Penny in the most current James Bond movies. They were talking to her about Moonlight. I don't think she's nominated for... Oh, she is actually oh, she's nominated. She's definitely nominated My for. bad, she is nominated. And she was the only goddamn good thing about that movie. Yeah. Except for, what's his name? Which the, one? The, guy, the drug dealer dad kind of thing? Yeah, the guy that's yeah. in Daredevil. The yeah, guy that plays yeah. Cottonmouth. I'm sorry, Cottonmouth. Yeah, no, yeah, he's actually, fantastic too. Yeah. So yeah, BBC News was asking her about Moonlight, and they just took a shot in the dark, and they asked her about James Bond. And she was actually nice enough to answer, and this is what she said. Ooh, you have a quote. Oh, I do. Bless you. Yes. I really don't think that they've moved on from Daniel. Daniel Craig. I, think, think you, I thought you were going to say Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah, there's a couple Daniels. I think there's a very good chance that Daniel will come back. I think it's way too early to be thinking about other people at this stage. Sounds pretty good. Mm, that sounds good. pretty damn hopeful. I, I, I want them to keep Craig. Yeah, man. me too. Me too. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, of course, they are only co-stars, but you know, they have to have a you know a pretty decent friendship. You know, they they the James Bond just chucks aside women like uh, you know dirty laundry, but you know they they do know that they have a a somewhat of a affection for each other, but they never embrace it. It, it. And I think it's the best sexual attention in any of the James Bond movies between Money Penny and James Bond. All I know is if Rachel and Ross can get together, Penny and Bond, can <laughs> I have no no doubt in my mind it could happen. It could happen. Who are they? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I know who they are. <laughs> Uh, that's why you have your own shirt. I do. In the T Public, guys, yes. go in and you'll find a shirt yes. that explains that whole last <laughs> shenanigan there. Yes, yes. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Who would you want if they don't get Daniel Craig? And I, I think there's one thing to solve this whole Daniel Craig thing. Mm. Don't have him with his shirt off, and he will, he'll be in all the rest of the Bond movies for the rest of his life. Yeah, really. He yeah. came out and said, I'm, I don't want to work out as hard as I ever yeah, does true. for every movie. Like, he just doesn't want to work out he that hard anymore. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you understand that. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. Right. You know, like, like he's been thrown around before, Tom Hiddleston, I think it'd be great. He needs to bulk up a little bit. But I think it'd be yeah. good. Idris Elba would be fantastic. I think Tom Hardy would be pretty cool. I would prefer him most because it would just oh, be yeah. Tom Hardy. It British. would just be the same kind of James Bond that Daniel Craig is. You know that 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 rough and gruff kind of James Bond. Dark and gritty. Sure, that too. Yeah, it would just be continuation of that, which is next to Sean Connery is my favorite 
type of James Bond. You know, there's Sean Connery is that suave debonair. He's not really of a, of an ass kicker. He's more of just, you know, the smooth talker kind of thing. He'll kick ass when he needs to, but most of the time he's just, you know, you know, smooth as butter. And then Daniel Craig, he'll fuck you up and then he'll be smooth, stuff like that. You yeah, know? he's definitely smooth. Yeah, so I, I, I would prefer Tom Hardy because he would just plug into that, that type of James Bond very, very easily. Do you want to hear my Connery Untouchables impression? Oh, please. You ready for it? Yes. All right, here it goes. Oh. Goddamn Diego Bastard. <laughs> Not bad, right? Not bad. Yeah. Great movie, so that, by the way. Yeah. Oh man, Isn't that fucking movie. <laughs> oh was man, so good. I love. Uh, I love. Uh, was uh, Robert De Niro? I want him. I want his family dead. Uh, yeah. I want his house burned to the ground. I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want you to find this Nancy boy Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ass. God, yeah. yeah. Andy Garcia is amazing. Yes, he is. Yeah. I want them all dead. The baby carriage scene. Oh, which I think man. was a real baby. <laughs> no, it wasn't a real. It was a method actor. It was a real baby in there. <laughs> no, I, I think it was a tribute to a Fellini movie that had the exact same scene mm. uh, in it. Oh, okay, there wasn't a guy shooting at each other, but it was a baby going down these the thing, and a guy catches stairs. him. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. So there you have it. Um, so that, that's great news, man. I, mm. I kind of would like to see. If you can't get uh, Idris Elba or you can't get Hiddleston. And I think Hiddleston proved himself a night manager. Yeah, he was fantastic. And I think that's why he did that movie, that you know, little mini series. You have to say, see, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can, I can do, do it. it. Look at this. Yeah. I can be a pimp. I'm be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can be debonair and Espen- suave. Espionage and all right. that, yeah. I think Harry Cavill would have been mm. a great Bond. Mm, okay. Maybe still can be. I mean, he yeah. was great in Man from Uncle. Yes, he was. He's got the look. Mm-hmm. He looks great in a suit. Yeah. And that's a big thing. For yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah, look good do, in a suit, man. You have to look very, very good, yeah. Yeah, you have to look good in a suit. You can't be too big and muscular. No. That's why the Tom Hardy thing would be kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he, he is a big dude. Good. He goes up and down, though. He can he can do it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not going to be Bane, but yeah. But yeah, but he, I, I think if he, was, if he was like the size that he was in Mad Max, I think he'd be okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so that's I would love to see. That would yeah, be that's great. not bad. I could. I, I could. Yeah, I mean, that, and, yeah. and you have to be British. I think yeah. that's, a, yeah. that's a major, major pop. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pierce Brosnan's uh, Scottish. Yeah, but it's from the United Kingdom. I know. They kind of let it. Um, I think Jamie. I think his name is Jamie Dornan. He's the guy that's in Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. and I know he's like a little pretty boy in that movie. Yeah, but there is a series on Netflix called, if I'm not mistaken, it's called The Fall, mm-hmm. and I watched about eight, seven or eight episodes of it. It was really good. I don't know why I stopped. And he's a serial killer in it, hmm. and he's really good. And he's scruffy looking. Is it kind of like a Dexter kind of thing? No, no, he's oh, okay. he, well. Well, he's just a damn serial killer, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's just it's, a damn serial it's, killer. It's, it's not out. for the good of humanity. He just no, kills people. No, he okay, just, he's just crazy. Okay, he's crazy. And uh, Julianne, I forgot her last name from X Files, is the um, other actress in it. The cop that is going after him, Julianne something. No, 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 no. Their names in in the the X Files is Scully. Uh, Scully and uh, I forgot his. Fuck name. the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it, Agent Scully. Yeah, Agent Scully. Yeah, she's in it. She's oh, okay. great in it too. It's a great show. I don't know why I stopped. I need to start watching it. I have too much shit to watch. There's way too much shit fuck to watch. Me, I know. Are you? Uh, how are you doing with Legion? Not too good. <laughs> you're, you're just you haven't seen. The I, next I, I haven't seen the other episodes. No, I I gotta watch like because I think by now I've missed three. I watched the the first one now now there's four episodes i'm gonna watch those three yeah and then i'm gonna have my my opinion whether or not i continue or not because the first episode it's good 
but it didn't capture me. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, yeah. no, I can understand it not capturing a lot of people. Yeah. It captured me just because of the music and the Pink Floyd tie-ins. Oh, well, yeah. The, and visually, the, it was amazing. See, the visual thing kind of kind of threw me off, and, and the lack of knowing what's going on. You know, you have an yes. hour and a half, and I still have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yes, yes, Kind of yes. thing. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm not bashing it yet. I'm going to give it, you know, a few more episodes. I'll, I'll probably watch all three of them. And then go from there. Gotcha. No, no worries. Now, we do have some, unfortunately, some sad news to mm. report. And you've all, by now, have heard most likely. Yeah, it's pretty fresh. Yeah, that Bill Paxton, the great Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. has passed away. Shit. And, you know, he was a great actor, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in so much shit that you forget the stuff yeah, that Yeah, he and he's in. been in a lot of fucking stuff. I was thinking right now, I was like, shit, he was in Twister. He was in Aliens. He's been in a ton, ton of Weird shit. Weird Science. Tomb- yes. Tombstone. That's all. Oh, I was right? watching that today. I was right? watching Tombstone today. Yeah, yes, I remember that. In, uh, let's not forget Titanic. Yeah. Wait what? He, yeah, he was in Titanic. Yeah, he was the yeah he was the the explorer that started the whole movie and ended the whole movie. Oh, that's right. He's, he's supposed. Are to be you James, ready to go? He's back supposed to, to be Titanic James Rose? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so he right. is. He has been in a lot of a lot of unbelievable stuff. So, um, damn it. Yeah, damn it is right. Damn it is right. And you know what we do on this show is we don't do a moment of silence. No, 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 no. No, we don't. We we want to hear. Mm-hmm. So we do a moment of sound. Hey, I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six-pack. Dude, buttwad! Know what time it is? Time to pay the fiddler. Houston, we have a main bus A undervolt now, too. Uh, it's reading 25 and a half. Main bus B is reading zip right now. But we got a wicked shimmy up here. I got a wicked shimmy up here. Are you ready to go back to Titanic? This didn't just happen to you, okay? It happened to all of us. I know that. And I am trying to make it better for all of us. The life we've chosen leads to eternity. But yes, there are consequences. Remember what I said about seeing a lot when you die? It ain't true. I can't see a damn thing. As we sit alone, I know someday we must go. All right, so there you have Mr. Bill Paxton, our moment of sound. Yes. Rest in peace, Bill mm-hmm. Paxton. We'll be missed. Yes, we'll be missed. Way too soon. All right, let's get into a little Batfleck. 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 So we have a up and down roller coaster ride that we call DC. Shit. <laughs> and everything about DC, right? Oh, oh man, man, it's a rough ride. Yeah, so you hear the tiredness in my voice talking about DC. We're just immediately negative. Just it could be the greatest news in the world. We're just like, oh shit. And it's not like I want it to be negative, man. No, it's just that they're they're not helping themselves. Right. Hopefully, this is good news. Three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I'm sorry, we announced that Matt Reeves was up for the Batfleck film because Ben Affleck didn't want to do two things at once. He didn't think it would be good for him in the movie, Mm -hmm. and I respect that. Last week we reported that, well, Hollywood Reporter reported, we reported mm. their report, that, <laughs> that the Matt Reeves directing thing went to shit. Went Literally went to shit. They literally, separated. Right. Exactly. Went separated and things went south and cold and they're not going to talk to each other until mm-hmm. things cool down. Yep. That was last week. Yes. Now, everybody went shit, crazy, and then there was rumors that Ben Affleck wasn't going to be in it anymore. The ship is burning. He's done, whatever. 
Well, we have some good news. Mm. So the DC planned solo Batman movie is back on, oh, according okay. to Hollywood Reporter again, with a director that we all know and mm. that we've heard about, all right. and that is Matt Reeves. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him an extra ten million dollars. Yeah, or they just said, "Hey, you, you know, just be his bitch and don't complain about it." Jesus. And by he, I mean Ben Affleck. Yeah. Or maybe he said, "I won't be his bitch, and this is the only way I'll do it." Yeah, really. Did you let me make the movie I want to make? Who knows? We're Who not knows? in the room, yeah. right? We're not nobody, nobody will ever know. He actually came out with a statement. So here is what Mr. Matt Reeves had to say. Mm. I have loved the Batman story since I was a child. So have we. Yeah, yeah. So have we. <laughs> Welcome to the rest of the world. Yes. He is such an iconic and compelling character and one that resonates with me deeply. That's because Matt Reeves is a secret vigilante. Mm. I am incredibly honored and excited to be working with Warner Brothers. Bullshit. <laughs> to bring an epic and emotional new take on the Cape Crusader to the big screen. They gave me an extra $10 million. And thank you for that extra $10 million. Yeah, really. And that extra... A uh, little gift called the Batmobile. That's in my <laughs> that would be that would sweeten the fucking deal. Yeah. So uh, according to Warner Brothers, he's not just going to direct; he's also going to be a producer. So he'll have even a bigger take into to molding what this thing is going to be uh, all about. That might have been the kicker. Yeah, it might have been a kicker. Hmm. He maybe he wanted to be one of the executive producers or something. Hmm. Okay. Right. So pretty cool. And another another news. You know this whole Ben Affleck thing back and forth. Uh, was going down that he didn't want to do it and we had Johnny Grosso on and he said that he thinks that's complete bullshit yeah no way Ben Affleck's not going to do it that's fucking awesome and I agree with that as well and saw some good news when I was on Twitter I went on Matt Reeves's Twitter account and I noticed that he was tweeted by Mr. Ben Affleck and he said to him welcome to the Batcave buddy oh that's cool which is cool so Matt Reeves said, hey, I can't wait to work with you, blah, blah, blah. It's all going down, guys. I have no problems with this. No, this is fine. This is good, right? Yeah, about this, time some positive news. Yeah. Let's just get this thing going, and let's get this thing to have the same effect as the Wonder Woman. Ooh. And this is a good segue, mm. because the Wonder Woman had a test screener for a bunch of audiences. Mm. So before I tell you what that test screener said, Boo, mm -hmm. and what the audience said, what do you think it said? I Give think, me your prediction. Yeah, my prediction uh, that it's a good movie. Gal Gadot does a good job. It's action-packed, and it might be what saves – or not saves DC. kind of takes some water out of the sinking ship kind so of thing. So you think that – you're predicting that things that we've been saying about Wonder Woman without seeing it is what they have said after they've seen it. I fucking hope so. You're, you're praying. Yes. Well, this is what they said. Uh-oh. It seems that the reaction from test audiences are starting to appear all over online, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to do a review on it, but you can tell people if you liked it or not. Yeah, in so many words. And majority of all the tweets out there have mm -hmm. been extremely positive. Oh, good. Thank so God. So very, very, very good responses from all the people that have seen it. Mm -hmm. So that is awesome. Mm, very good. That is fantastic. Do you think, Boo... Mm. Just throwing this out there. All right. you, I'm thinking that you have to have Batman somewhere in the film. Now, obviously, you can't have it in their present time, which would be in 1914, 13 time. Somewhere around there. Yeah, World, World War One, World yeah. War One time, yeah. That doesn't mean the other, that doesn't mean Aquaman can't be in it. That's very true. That is uh, very true. That's that a good point. Going, yeah, do you think that there's going to be somebody from the JLA hmm. in it? Um, it's a little tough. Aquaman, Aquaman's a pretty good one. I didn't think of that one. Maybe, maybe some not flashbacks, but flash forwards. You could see, you could see like the beginning of Batman because she's exiled from Themyscira for 
leaving her island to go help Chris Pine. And she... Well, wouldn't you, boo? Have you seen that guy's eyes? <laughs> I don't know about that. They're dreamy. They're dreamy? Oh, it, it, it could, uh, Captain Kirk is pretty persuasive, yeah. So, yeah, so she does leave. So, that means that she's away from her homeland for a long time. So, she could see the beginning of, like, Batman, you know, a young Batman kind of thing. Because she'll, she'll be, you know, crisscrossing the world doing Wonder Woman stuff around the planet. So, yeah, she could see maybe, you know, an early Batman kind of thing. But I don't think we'll see too much of any other any of the other Justice League characters. Maybe Aquaman. Aquaman's not a bad one. I didn't think of that one. That's pretty good. Dude, does DC, did, I don't know, I don't remember this, from Man of Steel or from Batman vs. Superman. Did we have a credit scene? No. We didn't? No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, we, so we, we, we I was thinking a, maybe they'll do a credit scene with one of them, but yeah. there was nothing? Are you sure? No, all, all we had, like, in the end of uh, Batman vs. Superman, it's at the end of the movie scene where you see the dirt start to shake a little bit on Superman's casket. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, but there was no actually a- after credit scene, no. Okay, It was sure. just just yeah. at the, the, the last scene of the movie scene. Okay, yeah. so if we're going to see one of the characters, we're going to see it in the movie. Yes. Okay. Got you. Yeah. So there you have your Wonder Woman reaction, which yeah. is very positive. And and I have a question. You know these. You know the testers. You know we don't know who these people are. But if anybody out there has been a tester before, tell us the process. I have. I have. I've been a what? tester. Oh yeah. How, what the fuck I, is the process? I'm gonna. T- I'm and gonna how t- come t- I haven't been? No, let me tell you. Here. I've been a tester twice. What? You're gonna laugh at the movies that I've been testing. Yeah, but you've done it. And that was. This is. This is gonna date me to tell you how old. Oh man! Am I am I okay. gonna, am I gonna know these? You movies? might not know either movie, Shit. but our listeners will. Okay, the majority of them, I think. All right. The first movie was Mystic Pizza. You have no, you know what that one is? I've I I kind of. You should know what. There's movie. there's a tingling in my mind that says you should know this, but I don't know where it's coming from. The Give me a little bit. You should know it is because this is Julia Roberts' first film. And she blew up after she got the Pretty Woman role because of this. Oh, yes, Mystic Pizza. So, what's, what's Pretty Woman? <laughs> no, fuck it. I know what that is. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a Roy Orbison song. <laughs> a very good song. Very good yeah. Song. yeah. <laughs> what you do is you go in there. There's, it's a rough cut of the movie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't have music. Sometimes it does. The credits are all wacky and messed up. And then at the end of the movie, you'll you'll be given something to write down or kind of like a scantron to score the movie and what you felt about the movie huh so you so you're just a random random person they just yeah you're just a random jabroni and the demographics they want to see if you like the movie and 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 those demographics yeah yeah so for the wonder woman you would be probably the demographic they're looking for so your age yeah Ah. so we'll we'll do an all ages to see what kind of score they get for all the ages yeah but the other movie i was a uh, tester for was curly sue Hmm. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I mean, it's not much to talk. It was a kid movie. It was a good movie. You Curly Sue it. people. Gotcha. If you've seen Curly Sue, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you are a fan of the geekdom like we are, mm-hmm. and you get a free t- ticket to go see Wonder Woman months before it actually comes out, mm-hmm. aren't you already pretty stoked about being in there? Isn't it hard to get a true You're a bit judgment? tainted. Yeah, just yeah. okay, just like Batman vs Superman. Yeah. We went at midnight or right mm-hmm. before midnight to see it. Really excited, saw it in 3D, thought the graphics were great, blah blah yeah. blah, and we're all pumped up. And I think in our first episode we're like, I can't believe people are giving shit scores to it or yeah. how horrible Rotten Tomatoes and we're biased. Yeah. Yeah, but then when you go back and watch it again like our friend Haas Burkhardt he did, says it's a piece of shit. He says it's a piece of shit. 
right? And mm-hmm. I have watched it again. Mm-hmm. I watched it on a plane flying to Europe on a 10-hour flight. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he was fucking right. I mean, yeah. it's it's disjointed. It's all over the place. I wouldn't say it's a piece of shit, though. No, it's You know what? It's not a piece of shit only because it's Batman fucking in the movie. It's Superman in the movie. Yeah. Wonder Woman's fucking cool to see. I mean, yeah. it looks cool. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look at it, the story is kind of fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And it is all over the place. Yeah. I, 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 right. I haven't seen, like you said, the director's cuts and all that shit, but... It, 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 it does help, but it does it... Yeah. It does it save the movie let's put it that way you know it'll 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 add a couple points but it's not gonna yeah, right, push it right, over right, the top right. to 100 no so um do you put a lot of weight into these testers yes yes okay. you know there's only so much that they can say this is more for the movie studio than for us honestly because they can only say so much or you know they'll be taken out back and shot yeah it it, it does help you know it's basically a thumbs up or a thumbs down kind of thing i'm sure that they're gonna try and make this the the best possible situation for themselves you know you're not gonna you know put you know my parents in there and be like all right here's a movie they'll be like okay this sucks you know you, you don't want that you want like you said the right demographic it does help but it's not like the the end all, all. yeah. yeah okay. if, if, if a tester says it's great, be like, oh fuck yeah, no, no, not like that. Okay, no. okay, because just like this, the Rotten Tomato scores for Get Out was a hundred, yeah, and, and it did really well because it got a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah, they plugged the shit. And the out cinema of that. score was a A minus, so mm. you know it, the, the, those kind of things do help. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, they do help. So okay, there you have it. There is your Wonder Woman and Batman kind of DC thing, mm-hmm. but we're not done with DC, boo. Mm. No, no, Uh-oh. sorry. There's bigger news really wow that's uh that's a bold statement Batfleck is pretty big news well this is ties into Batfleck uh-oh kind of mm. i hope mm. so the hollywood reporter all right the great thr mm. reports that chris mckay will helm and chris mckay is the director of the batman lego movie Ooh. will helm a film based on the dc character dick grayson huh best known as a member of the bat family as nightwing no. Yes. What? Yeah, they're doing a Nightwing movie. You didn't know about this? No. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're going to do a Nightwing movie. They've signed off. So, I'm excited about this. I'm excited in many, 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 many different ways. I'm excited, but I have questions. Yeah. I. Well, that's the. Yeah, I have questions too. I have questions for you. Oh. But you're you don't know about this, so this is. Uh, yeah, this is all news. This is all new to you. Okay. So first of all. This is going to be really hard for them to do, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as what I know from Nightwing, and then Sith heads out there, please, uh, if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. please send a message or a voicemail or a voice call on the hotline and cuss me out. That's fine. <laughs> um, Nightwing is pretty much Robin. Yes. Right, obviously. It, uh, he, adult Robin, yeah. Is the adult Robin. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, he is becomes Batman as well. Yeah. When he, Batman he, dies... Because Batman dies in in the comics, mm-hmm. he takes over for Batman. Yes, and then Batman comes back alive. He becomes Nightwing. Batman becomes Nightwing. No, oh, he goes back to being Nightwing. D- yeah, Dick yeah. Grayson becomes Nightwing. Yes, yeah, and then Batman has another Robin. So there's been like five Robins, right? Yes, Four there or has five Robins. Been. Yeah, yeah, and Dick Grayson was the first. Yes, am I correct? Yes, yes, you're and his right. His family was a bunch of. Uh, Trapeze artist. Yeah, and, and they his dad all died. Yeah. yeah, and that was it. Yeah. So he that turned started into an orphan, thing. yeah. Right. And Batman felt bad about it. Yep. He was in the crowd. Yep. So yeah. I know my I know my Nightwing. But there the, you go. The, I do. But the question is, mm-hmm. how are they gonna do this? See, that's what I was wondering, because there's there needs to be some explanation. There's been there's been one mention of Robin throughout this whole new 
uh, uh, DC universe. There has. And, and there's been the, when Batman walks past the suit, it, it's Robin's suit and it has uh, the Joker's writing on it. And it says, ha ha ha. And a quote, we don't know what has happened to that Robin. Well, well, that could be one of the five Robin, right? True. Yeah. It, okay. it, it could be the Robin after Dick Grayson. Yes. That's, that's a very good point. It could yes. be the Robin after Dick Grayson. That's why he doesn't have a sidekick now. Actually, that would make more sense because Batman's older now. Okay, so so, so that means okay. young Batman has has now. has Dick Grayson, and then he Dick Grayson grows up, becomes Nightwing, goes to Bloodhaven. Batman gets older, gets a new uh, Robin. He dies, and he right. doesn't have any more Robins. And how about this? How about in? Okay, I oh man, things are moving around in my head. Right. Okay, so how about this? I have two different theories. Okay, one is exactly what you said, but mm-hmm. but Dick Grayson, um, the Nightwing is is introduced. In the Batflex movie, hmm. as the old Robin, yeah, right, not the one of the other Robins, as, yeah, as the as the older Robin, okay. and they get together on for the, like five or ten minutes in the movie and kick some ass or something. Okay, so so in the new Batflex movie, he's still Robin; he's not Nightwing yet. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, he's definitely Nightwing. I'm thinking that Batman mm-hmm. in this next one, this is going to be post. Hoping this is going to be post JLA. I don't want a prequel Batman movie to this before JLA comes out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So post JLA, you know, the Joker's still out there and mm-hmm. Deathstroke is going to be out there. So I'm thinking that he's going to get together with Nightwing maybe okay. at the end mm-hmm. and they're going to kick some ass together, talk about back in the day, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to set up the next movie. Huh. Okay, so that's one of my theories. Okay. How about this one though? Mm-hmm. How about Ben Affleck wants out? Right? Let's just say he wants out. Okay. He's, he goes up to Warner Brothers and says, listen, I'm going to do the next one. And I'm, I'm committed done. to the JLA and mm-hmm. I'm committed to the Batfleck movie. I will do it. Mm-hmm. But you got to bring Nightwing in to this movie mm-hmm. so you can redo the switcheroo like they did in the comics. Yeah. I'll die. Uh-huh. And it'll be that storyline. Okay. And Nightwing will take over. So kind of the uh, the Bucky Barnes, Captain yeah. America kind of thing. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm hmm. very proud of myself right now. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm very proud of myself. That's pretty good. And all this, it has been like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's not happening. You blasphemer. Yeah. yeah. That's not happening. Huh. So, okay. So we got that. Who knows what it's going to be? We haven't got really deep into it. I like the director. He did great yeah. work in Lego. Batman. Yes, he did. Yeah. You know, just like... The Han Solo movie is going to have the other two guys, mm-hmm. the Lord Brothers or whatever. Yeah. Chris and Phil Lord, if that's that's who they are, I believe. I have no problems with that. Yeah. But who's going to be Dick Grayson? That's the million dollar question. That is a million dollar question. I have a list of maybes hmm. that I believe a movie pilot put out. Oh, okay. So they have Steven Yen. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Huh. Steven Yen would be interesting. Yeah. We have somebody that's very popular, and, and on the Rogue One Army thread, uh, I believe Les threw this out there. I think I think Dallas had this in his head too. But Kit Harrington is uh, Kit Harrington is Jon Snow, my man. Oh, okay, I could dig that. Yeah, that could work. We have on this list Jake Gyllenhaal. No, I don't agree either. He'll always be Prince of Persia to me, buddy. <laughs> that wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, I, it was, yeah. I was entertained. I, I had to like it. I had no choice. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch, which I say no way, man. No way in hell. Taylor Kitsch. Just because Taylor Kitsch such as a movie, it goes to garbage. Taylor Kitsch was John Adams. Not John Adams. John Adams. Uh, what's, the, what's that movie that Disney made? It was a science fiction movie. He was in a movie. Oh, man. Disney movie? It was a Disney. Science fiction? It was a science fiction. Was that fiction. animated? 
No, no, no. Oh, John Carter. John Carter. Jesse Plemons, who was in Breaking Bad, who was also up for Han Solo in the Han Solo film. Mm -hmm. Um, So no. Adam Driver was on this list. Huh. That's I could, not. I could see Adam Driver being a dark. That's not bad. Ass, you know. Yeah. He's he's more scooting on no, but that's not bad. He's flirting with no and yes kind yeah. of thing. And then the last one on this list, I see Rich. I think it's Richard Meadows or Medolo. It's the guy that played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Oh, that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah. So there is your list. So people weigh in, and who do you want to be? Yeah. I, I like Kit Harrington. A lot. I think I, I I think Rob Stark would be would be pretty. Cool. I got no problems with Rob Stark, and I like Adam Driver for some reason. I could just see him doing mm-hmm. it. Let's see what direction they're gonna go. I who knows if this this is interesting to me. You know what made me think about the whole Ben Affleck thing? All of a sudden, right after they got a director, they announced the Nightwing thing. Yeah. So I wonder if I'm just throwing this out there. You know, I wonder if they're all sat in a room together. Ben Affleck, Matt Reeves. The director for, you know, um, what's it, Chris McKay. Yeah. And Affleck's like, you know what? I'm telling you, I'm leaving after this. We need mm-hmm. to figure this out. And they just probably went, okay, let's just do it this figure, way. Figure this out. Yeah. Right, right. Huh. So I wonder. They, they, yeah, they, they're going to have to do some explaining. They're going to have to hash it out pretty well for it to to uh, resonate with the casual uh, comic book fan. Because not, not too many people know about Nightwing. It, yeah. Everybody knows about Robin, but you go deeper into Nightwing. Right, and so so you have to explain it, right? Yes. I mean, you have to have a lot of backtracking. Yeah. A lot of backtracking. Yeah. And excuse me, and one way you can do that is from the Batflick movie mm-hmm. and kind of do a little like ease into it. Yeah. Because everybody's going to go see Batflick, no yes. matter if it's dog shit or not. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's going to go see it. So that's one way they can introduce... What happened to Robin? Mm-hmm. The original, not, not the original Robin, but the Robin, the that second was, one, yeah. yes, or the third, fourth, whatever, whatever one you yeah. want to say. And Nightwing coming back and explaining why he left mm-hmm. and how bad he feels about this Robin. So there you go. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be. That, that would, would work. Really cool. You know what? Actually, before we end this Nightwing information and uh, segment here, how about this name? Hmm. How about Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Huh? The guy that's supposed to take on. That character, pretty and, much. And Christopher Nolan's universe, yeah. In Dark Knight Rises, right? Mm-hmm. So, and on that one, he pretty much becomes Batman or Nightwing. We don't know. Yeah, really. You don't know. He gets the torch passed to him, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about that one? That's that's pretty interesting. That's not bad. That's not bad. But I believe that Warner Brothers would want to uh, separate <laughs> the different iterations of Batman or Batman completely different worlds yes exactly yeah okay. it would be a good option yes but i don't think it'll happen no okay all right i'm just throwing it out there mm-hmm. not bad though i think you're wrong though <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm kidding. Kidding. wrong no, wrong <laughs> so there you go there's your nightwing so we'll, we'll you know time will tell mm-hmm. what will happen and who's wrong and who's right okay <laughs> just like i was for the oscars oh yeah you're, you're right for a few seconds yeah we'll get into that later yeah technically you were right yeah so let's talk a little Cable has gone gladiator. Ooh, oh, you like that? Look at that smooth transition. Yeah, you have some information, right? I do, I do. So this is from uh, this is from Cinema Blend. Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Cinnabon, as it's also known. Do we work for Cinema Blend? I wish we worked for Cinnabon. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Cinema Blend would be great, but Cinnabon would be icing on the cake. You're but right. um, Literally. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> thank you. So the actual creator of Deadpool, Robert Liefeld, on Twitter, tweeted at Russell Crowe saying, you should read for Cable in Deadpool and X-Force, just saying. Nice. Being very playful. Then Russell Crowe, you know, 
says, fuck it, I'll ride with this. I should read for it. You know, there's other, there's other tweets, you know, um, you know, continuing on them, their, their playful little banter with each other. Yeah. They, uh, Robert Liefeld even puts up a picture of Russell Crowe kind of decked out like cable, stuff like oh, that. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, you know, this, this might be them just, toying with us or you know just fucking around with each other i don't know it would work it really would you russell crowe would be uh, perfect yeah he's a fantastic actor you know although i have heard that he's a you know a bit of a a coxsmith yeah yeah kind of hard to deal with as far as acting but the man does a great job yeah so it'd be great entertain though oh he does entertain that is not entertain that is why i am here is to be entertained. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yes. So, yeah, so it, it would be very, very cool. He's going to have to bulk up a bit. Yeah, which, he's going to have to lose some weight and yeah, then bulk, bulk up. up a bit. Yeah, get out of Australia for a little while. Yeah, so I, I'd be down for it. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. That's the that's the hard part. That is interesting. I would take it. Yeah. I would love to see him. And then that means he would, oh, yeah, he would be in there with Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yes, he would Holy be. Holy shit. And mm-hmm. maybe another Aussie can come on board mm. named Hugh Jackman mm. who says that they want to work together yeah they Ryan Reynolds Hugh Jackman maybe we get two Aussies on there yeah and then what's his name uh, uh, Russell Crowe and uh, Hugh Jackman work together on uh, Les Miserables look at you look at that full circle I'm cultured as shit full circle so what we're gonna do now a new segment here and it's called Minutes with the Misses it's time for Minutes with the Misses, starring your favorite Misses, Lorena Arguello Dolachahi, the brother, Carlos Buarguello, and the Mr. Raj Dolachahi. Our Misses today. Our Misses. The I new think, one? I think As our, opposed our, to the other Misses? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't introduce you yet. You can't just chime in. Okay. You can't a just. A recurring guest. <laughs> That's the missus so. that you hear is... Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself, please. Uh, my name is uh, Lorena Arguello Dolit Shahi. Yeah, right, Dolit Shahi. Not right. going to lie, that's been a tough one to Jesus, take on. Jesus, yeah. Haven't quite uh, taken it on just yet, just to be honest. Well, you better hurry up. You guys, should, <laughs> you guys should check how many letters are missing out of the alphabet in your two names put oh, together. Yeah. Z, Z and Y are the situation. only ones that I can think of, right? And X... That's about three letters. You guys might have all all twenty three other ones. Yeah. Holy well, shit! <laughs> it is a rough one. I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. So we're doing this new segment because we want to get a female perspective on things, mm-hmm. and, and not a you know, there's so many amazing females out there that are in the fandom in the geekdom, mm-hmm. and so I want a perspective of somebody that wasn't in the geekdom. Wasn't into all this nerd geek, geeky stuff before, like Lorena wasn't, and she is, you know, opening her medulla oblongata mm. to this wonderful world. Yes. So we brought her in here to get a perspective, and we're going to probably do this very often, if that's okay with you. Oh well, to be clear, I'm talking to Boo right now. <laughs> Just Go ahead. To be clear, it's not that I'm um, a, a fan now of geekdom. It's more so Get out. you can't yeah really blasphemer type thing. Yeah, I don't. Just trying to do my best here. You know, married to the guy, figured I should learn a few things so we have some uh, things to talk about there. You know, about his interests and such. Okay, know? let's rewind here. So <laughs> let's rewind. Why is she here again? Yeah. What? What is? What are we doing? I I feel like I'm wasting my time because, here. Because I love Star Wars. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Oh, yeah, man. exactly what you're supposed to say. No, no, no. We want you to be honest, oh, man. So let, let's go back here. Before you met me, what was your 
experience with this geek culture. Yeah, so your nerd say, knowledge. Yeah, your nerd knowledge. Would you go to see movies on your own or with friends or with ex-boyfriends or, or such? Well, yeah. I'm talking about your ex-boyfriend. Uh, yeah, I wasn't, you know, like a recluse. Yeah, I would definitely go to the movies and uh, see things there. Okay. I. But you would prefer to see Moonlight over Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy any day over Moonlight. <laughs> that's movie. only because thank that's God only because you saw Moonlight. And you yeah, saw really. Totally. Yeah, but before that, we were all about Moonlight. Well, you know, yeah. Before that, I did go and see all these movies because I found them entertaining. Like whether I thought I was like a huge fan of all of these things, not so much, but I liked movies that were entertaining, and so that was it. Okay, so that's pretty good. What do you know about? And now, now you're you have not only do you have a husband that's. A geek, geek, nerdy, geek kind mm-hmm, of guy. Mm-hmm. Not that we're nerds. I'm just saying, you know, you know what I'm saying. But still you cool. have a brother also mm. that's yes. very much into, you know, the stuff that yes. geeks are into. I'm on, uh, I am on a podcast. Yeah. You are on a podcast. Yes. Well, and Raj, when I met you, you yeah. were very much in the closet nerd. So I feel kind of deceived. <laughs> this has uh, definitely come out later on in our relationship, how geeky, nerdy could, you are. Could, could, but let's, let's set the scene how that broke down. He sits Lorena down. He gets real serious. says, Lorena, I have something to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm a nerd. Yeah. And I cried for a while. <laughs> you no, cried you for a while. <laughs> she said, get out. You're not my, my boyfriend at the time right. anymore. You lied to me. You lied to me. <laughs> How dare you? Deep down, I always knew it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I knew you were cheating on me with those comic books. You slut. Yeah. You. Uh, so I saw all those toys in the closet. I saw all those toys in the closet. Let's get on. Let's get in track. Let's not make this about me. So, question for you. What is your... I'm just going to throw some questions out. Because I don't even know some of these answers. I okay. should know. Because I'm married to you. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite superhero? Well, you know, that's not really a question I've ever thought about in my entire life. You know? That's what we do here I on the know, I know, I know. I'm sure that's mind. offensive. Remember? Oh, <sighs> Medulla Oblongados. Uh, I would say um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's a, he's an actual human being. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's an well, actor. He plays yeah. Iron Man. Nice. Oh, there yeah. we go. Okay, good, good, yeah. Very good. Okay. Thank he's God. really funny. So you like Iron so Man. So he does it for me. What's okay. your favorite uh, superhero movie? Let's just say, like... I'm not talking. We're not going to. Don't put Star Wars into this. Obviously, it's not a superhero movie. But <laughs> what is your favorite superhero movie? Uh, probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. okay, that's pretty good. It's a good that's one. Not bad. Wait, wait, does that one with Ryan Reynolds count? Deadpool. Yes. Ooh, Deadpool. Then. Okay. Oh, very now, good why pick. did you like Deadpool? Because it was like really crude, funny. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. On okay. top of entertaining and yeah. action packed, it's great all around. So, okay, so if if it's in the, so this Wolverine movie that's coming out. Yeah. You're, what Logan. is your view on this thing? Well, I don't know if I've, I've... I've seen all the Wolverine movies, and I haven't really enjoyed them half as much as other ones or other types of superhero movies. To be honest, you're, you're, you're In not... In good company? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Oh. You're not missing much as far as the other Wolverine movies. No, you're In not. my opinion, no, people might have differing opinions like Les. He's wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, but you are right. Yeah, the Wolverine movies are... Shaky at best, so yeah. So your 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 opinion on them isn't far fetched. Okay, so you're not doing okay. too bad. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I thought. So yeah, not a fan of them, even though I've seen them. And so yeah, I'm not really looking forward to Logan. And now he's old, so that seems like less appealing. And now it's moving on to a little girl, so that seems a little far fetched. Okay, but you know, if you want me to go see it, I'll well, see it. Far fetched, yes. Yes, 
knives coming out of his hand. So you gotta, that's true. You gotta accept the. Part. Yeah, yeah. But you know me. If you just buy me some popcorn, I'm down. You're so. As long as it has that, you know, seasoning on oh, it. Oh, yeah, the white okay. cheddar seasoning? I am so all about it. <laughs> okay. I think I just blew you away with my yeah, knowledge. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm kidding. So what, what do you think about the overall, like, what do you think about having a husband that is, and a brother, host of a geek podcast? Well, I think it's great. We are holding a gun to her head at this point. <laughs> exactly. Yes. The I laser do, pointer is pointed, pointed at her forehead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are, the laser pointer is on her forehead. Yeah. Yes. And she is sweating bullets. Yes. I think it's awesome because uh, you guys have some things to chat about in a certain setting as opposed to just all the time with me. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, well, you've learned a lot from us about yes. this kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think I've done a good job in learning lots of stuff and You've been very and, open um, to it, seeming yeah. to be uh, interested in what you guys talk to me about. So mm-hmm. I'm trying my best here, That's good. and I'm Thank enjoying you. it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's no big deal. It's great. It's fun. And also, you guys aren't the only nerds. Apparently, apparently, it's everyone. <laughs> everyone, not just my husband and brother. I think the only tough everyone. thing in hearing this podcast on a weekly basis. It's more like the gross stuff. What about <laughs> jerking everybody off? And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. mostly my brother. He gets a little crazy and hardcore with all of that. You know, he is uh, a pervert. Yeah, yeah. My brother's clear. a pervert. It's clear. It's clear. Which is so odd. You know, he's eight years younger than I am. And all I do is hear him on the podcast talking about I like how this is turning nasty to shit. Nasty yes, shit. He's just a perv. He really is. <laughs> and I feel like Garage is being way more appropriate on the podcast because he knows I'm listening. But who knows? He's probably just as much of a perv as Boo oh, is. Oh, I am. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. he tries to See, act all like cooler on, than Boo See, on the show. Yeah, no, no, Did you no. Not no. Hear me on Rogue One, a podcast, yeah. a Star Wars podcast for winners. Yeah, yeah, the hypothetical situations and uh, such. I was pretty perverted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it sounds like you're pretty proud of yourself there. No, well, I'm just. Well, there are awards given. It's kind of like the Oscars. <laughs> the how pervy you yes, can be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you guys should be so proud. Yes, yes. We have, we're, we're nominees. Who would be the best supporting perv? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Meryl Streep of yeah. uh, the perv Oscars, yeah. yeah. So anyway, being the wife and sister of two pervs is really, <laughs> you know, the highlight of my life here. So that's that's a rough aspect. Mm. Okay. But you're handling it well. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You excited about going to Star Wars Celebration? Yeah. I'm trying to decide how much I should be there, how much I can handle, how much other maybe wives or girlfriends would be there. So I think that's a that's a tough call. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I should just go to Disneyland by myself. You know, no, you don't by myself, go which I'm all about yourself. doing. Yeah, I don't really mind that. I don't know which would be better. No, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll celebration. Or... Yeah, you definitely have to go one of the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you have, have to yeah. experience. Yeah. So speaking of celebration, the Star Wars, you know, the love of my life, other than you. It's debatable. I think sometimes yeah. you know I'm not smooth. quite sure which one you're in love with more. <laughs> right. Sorry about that. Star Wars films, which Star Wars, you've seen them all. I have. Yes. What is your, which one is your favorite one? Uh, definitely not the last one. I know I whoa, hear. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. So why not Rogue One? Uh, well, I know. That's why I feel kind of confused because every, I hear a lot of people saying that this is their favorite one of all time. And I don't get it. I, hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Why isn't it your, your favorite one? Uh, well, yeah, I get that it's cool that everyone dies, but that seems a little strange to me, and I understand why everyone dies, so that, yeah, that makes sense, but it's just kind of strange to go to a movie knowing that everyone kind of dies. It's a little odd, I think, in general for but, a movie. But you were, you were expecting them to die at the end? Oh, I had no, I had no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, so mm, okay. it just seemed weird to walk out of a movie theater where everyone died. What do you think hmm. about the female a- characters? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say. Well, no, hold on. Slow down, me. Turbo. What do you think about... The new wave of having strong female characters in these films. 
Uh, I'm not sure if you want to ask me that because I'm not. Well, I love Daisy Ridley. I think she's awesome and amazing. But something about what's her name, I rebel. Felicity I just, Jones. That I wasn't can't not, stand it wasn't even her. in the movie. Don't judge her by the preview, young lady. Oh, even the movie. I just, yeah, for some reason, you're, she just rubs me, me the like wrong her. way. And I know Johnny Grosso agrees with me. And so I'm not wrong. It's just, yeah, she's, how does she, yeah, rubs me the wrong way. She thinks she's cool and she's not, and she's too pretty for the role. Wow. She's too pretty for the role. But then, the yeah, role. her buck teeth kind of make me feel better about oh the situation. Oh, my gosh. I know. I have nothing nice to say. You know, people are going to listen to this my podcast. God, yeah. You I just, know. You just crush her. I said you shouldn't have asked me because I have really okay. strong opinions. Okay, let's move on. Let's Ooh. move on. Jeez. Damn, cricket. Well, you asked. Okay. Open up a Pandora's But box. did you like the film? I like the film. Okay, okay, so what is your favorite? What's your favorite of all the Star Wars films? The one before this one. What's that one called? The Force Awakens? The Force Awakens. Yeah, okay. I like that one okay. the best. You like that one the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and why did you like that one the best? I like Daisy Ridley a lot. Okay. I feel like the music was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was just an overall really good story. And I'm sorry that, like, Harrison died. It was nice to see Kieran Well, Harrison Fisher. Ford's still alive. Well, in the movie. Han Solo. In the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, at this point well, in time yeah, with him yeah. doing yeah, stupid really. shit. Yeah, exactly it's, right. It's a, it's a toss no up. fly. That's no. true. Fuck. That's true. Okay. Okay, so Force Awakens, your favorite. Yes. Okay. That's okay. And then do you remember the prequels? I do. And oh. you made me watch them again. <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I watched them as a kid and then so you made me watch you them again. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. And you, what is your take on the prequels? Uh, well, there's, there are three that are really good and three that are really not good. So you're, well, yeah. You're, so not the original three I'm talking about, the prequels, the ones before. Oh, okay. So that's one, two, three. Yeah. Episodes yes. And those, one, two, are, three. those are not good. Well, no, right? no, no, oh, no. I'm asking good? you. Don't ask me. No, no, I'm no, asking no, your no, opinion. Yeah, I, yeah, your opinion. See, this is the problem. See, this well, is the see, problem. Well, well, what do you expect? Like, there's so many damn films of no, Star no, Wars. Not, I can't keep it all no, straight. No, I'm not saying that. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is that regular fans, just regular moviegoers now, mm-hmm. hear the prequels and they have the same exact reaction as you as you because they've been told they're not good. So you don't you didn't remember which ones, but when I said one, two, and three, you said oh, those are the ones that weren't good, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah, not, no, it's so no Knock on you. I'm just saying that is the perception because it's been shit on so much. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Okay, that's interesting. That's why we're having you. On Although here. Jar Jar Binks did suck. <laughs> there we go. See, it's a that's universal. Why I you. That's why I married you. That's one thing that can bring us together. Yes. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks suck. <laughs> cool. So this is a cool segment. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If these geeky movies aren't superhero movies, comic book movies aren't your thing, what? What is your thing? Like you do you have movie wise, entertainment wise, TV wise? Yeah, going. so it's got to be like Italian gangster films. Oh, okay. For sure. Yes, yes, I think yes. I think our parents did a really good job in showing us some good movies. So mm-hmm. Godfather number 2 is probably my one of my favorite movies. Yeah, me movies. too. Me too. That was one thing we actually uh, we uh, talked about early on. There you go. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that's one of my favorites for sure. And if you're talking about more like romantic type movies probably pretty woman which i saw way too early on in my life and that loved. explains a lot yeah <laughs> a lot nothing nothing does it better for me than a good old prostitute you know love story mm-hmm. taking the whore out of the streets yeah and then it's finding, a cinderella story it really is it really Jesus. is you yeah know, well, the a, ultimate i'd say with a prostitute yeah and then finding nemo can't really get any better than that Mm-mm. and then as a therapist inside finding out nemo. just adorable <laughs> yes you are a therapist yeah Marriage and family. <laughs> yes, you Should are. we plug her now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and give me a call. Dos, 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 All right, let's move on to something else. We just finished the Oscars. Mm. We just saw. Sure did. Mm-hmm. I was 
hundred percent correct for about five minutes. You were yeah. you were almost on your high horse. You were almost hundred percent correct for the whole night into this podcast. And then we I looked on social channel. media, and yeah, and Lenina saved your ass. Right, right. But and I was like, so, whoa, whoa, whoa! We what, turned it off what, way let, too soon. Let me explain what happened. La La Land won. I heard the all the the speeches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The big and I said, okay, let's happening. go finish up the podcast. And then Lorena said, oh, my God, something happened. We need to turn the TV on. We lost, by the way, but, you know. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. And then we saw what happened. I went on Twitter, and people were freaking out. And they got robbed, for fuck's sakes. If you're not going to give it to La La Land... At least give it to uh, Hidden Figures for totally. God's sake. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking away any or, of the performances or really from Moonlight. Any other movie. Yeah, and I, yeah, I feel no, like, yeah. Moonlight was garbage. But we have to clarify, though. It's not that we don't like, and we all saw Moonlight together with my parents. <sighs> Sadly. But it, it's not that Moonlight, the content was bad. The story is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. But it's just the way that it was made, I felt like it was a little too artistic and overdone mm-hmm. and didn't and wasn't done well. No, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the acting was great. You are right. The acting was great. The story is fantastic. The direction is just god awful. The cinematography was very good as well. It's interesting. But, but the directing was just just garbage. Did not deserve to win Best Picture. It's interesting you said that because usually the best director not wins the best picture it usually goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. i mean obviously it didn't this time i'm I'm happy for the best actor best supporting actor ali guy that's right reshik or whatever his name is but i feel bad too he was great in it yes he was. you know i didn't think initially that emma stone should have gotten best actress i i I don't know know, i haven't seen the rest of those actresses in those movies so i can't tell you i thought she was great in it did she deserve it I don't know. It was crazy shit what happened. Yeah, I've never seen anything like yeah. that. Steve Harvey style. Steve Harvey produced this Oscars. <laughs> but I thought I, Kimmel did great. Yeah, yeah. The whole Matt was. Damon thing was great. The, the Matt Damon night. thing was the best part of the whole fucking night. Yeah. That was fantastic. It was great. Yeah, the Oscars were good. It was great to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Best picture goes to Moonlight. I was wrong. I'm putting it out there. I put myself out there. In the podcast world, and universe. I still think it's super cute and endearing that you were all about La La Land. Okay, I wasn't that much into La La oh, Land. Oh, you I- loved it. Just singing the song on the way home from the movie theater. And we just like embraced each other because of how much we loved it. Well, how does it Don't feel lie. to have your, the, your, your first interview here be your last? This was good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah, we're not going to put all that stuff out there. <laughs> So we're going to invite you back more and more show, especially when movies come out like Logan. Oh, I'll have gonna... to check my schedule. Oh, yeah. You know, very we're going to yeah. just yeah. don't assume that I'm available. <laughs> very busy girl. <laughs> when we go see Logan, we're going to do minutes with the missus to get your take on Logan. On that old guy, huh? Old yeah. man Logan. Yes, on that old man. Yes. All right. So this has been Minutes with the Missus. Say bye. Bye-bye. Now... We're going to do the comic book cheat sheet mm-hmm. at comicbook.com. They put out a great cheat sheet for comic book characters that you might not know. And we're going to listen to one called 
the Black Bolt. Ooh. Yeah. Black Bolt is the super-powered ruler to the Inhumans and leader of the royal family. He's one of those rare characters not designated as either a hero or a villain, and his signature ability emanates through his voice. Black Bolt is generally considered to be one of the most powerful beings in the entire Marvel Universe. And here's a cheat sheet for the important facts you should know. Black Bolt's real name is Black Agar Bolt again, and growing up, he was kept in a sonic-proof chamber until he was 19 years old to protect others from the powers of his voice. Why is everyone so afraid of his voice, you ask? At full strength, his voice has the capability to destroy planets while a mere whisper is strong enough to rock a battleship. Not only is he a leader of the royal family, but he's also a member of the Illuminati, a group of heroes who join forces and secretly work behind the scenes of the Marvel Universe. He's married to fellow Inhuman Medusa, who also happens to be his first cousin. The fork-shaped antenna that Black Bolt has worn on the forehead of his mask since childhood enables him to channel his powers in less destructive ways. Due to his fear of speaking while sleeping, Black Bolt practices a form of meditation, which coincidentally also helps enhance his abilities. Black Bolt is powerful enough to battle some of the Marvel Universe's most dominant people one-on-one. -on -one. Black Bolt's one of the few people to knock the Hulk clean out. More recently, though, during World War Hulk, Black Bolt was brutally beaten by Hulk during one of his rampages. Black Bolt can move at a speed so great he is invisible to the human eye. In fact, while not known for his speed, Black Bolt is so fast he's been able to catch and beat Quicksilver with ease. Recently, Black Bolt was entrusted by Reed Richards with one of the Infinity Gems, specifically the Space Gem, which he hid where no one could find it. Currently, Black Bolt's appeared in several cartoons and video games and is soon set to star in an ABC show titled The Inhumans. If you take away one thing from this cheat sheet, it's that Black Bolt prides himself on being a strong king to the Inhumans, and he will fight any and all, good or bad, to protect them. Alright, so there is your Black Bolt. So mm -hmm. he's going to be in the Inhumans. Yes, he is. How fucking cool is that? Mm -hmm. I love it. What do you think about Mr. Bolt? He's been, no, yeah, he, no, no. He what do you think about Hussein Bolt? Oh, <laughs> that fucker's fast. Yeah. Um, no, is, but is, is this guy Black Bolt the answer to the Flash? DC's Flash, like their version. Kind of, kind of. Quicksilver, I think, is more more pushing oh, that yeah. direction. Yes, this guy, this guy is kind of similar but different at the same time. This guy is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, what uh, what is it? Yeah, having him on a TV show that's gonna be pretty awesome with the Inhumans and all that. So yeah, so it's pretty good to. Uh, I can't wait for that Inhumans IMAX. Yeah, thing hope to come out. The what? Yeah, the Inhumans is gonna come out on IMAX first. Oh, remember we talked. About oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's first, right. First time they're gonna have a TV show. Yeah, to they're start gonna, off. They're gonna IMAX. premiere a show. That's yeah, right. So that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, I just forgot that. about that. And it's ABC, unfortunately. Yeah, I thought it would well. be like FX or. Netflix. Somebody cool. Yeah. But there is your comic book cheat sheet of Black Bolt. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Now, our, we're going to, before we get into some voicemails on the hotline, we got some. Oh, you know what? What the fuck? We got to talk about a little about Walking Dead. Yes, we do. Okay, so now let's talk a little Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Now, we just finished up an episode. Yes, we did. Now, if you don't want to be spoiled, please, you have five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler alert. Daryl okay. dies. Daryl dies. So we just watched 
an episode, like I just said. Mm-hmm. And what is your initial reaction to this episode, Boo? Um, it's interesting. You know, I, I was I was kind of afraid of having a uh, Eugene centric episode. Yeah, but he is he's uh, he's not a cool character. He's interesting. How he's able to go from being a little bitch to manning up and protecting himself this guy he's if if anything at all he's gonna survive a lot because he's able to lie his ass off which he does in this episode which is kind of interesting for it to see him do it again like he did to uh abraham and rosita and all them yeah what i what i noticed is I was on board with Eugene after last season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked like he turned the tide. He knew he was a coward. He knew he was a douche. He wanted to do everything to prove himself. Yeah. But now he's back to being a fucking dick. Well, because there's a, like, a I, bat I, called the seal around it, him. But, yeah. but here's the thing. I don't think he's doing it to, be, to deceive Negan at hmm. all. I think he has assimilated and... He enjoys it. Oh, I think he knows his role now. Huh. Yeah, unless, something, unless something else makes him turn. Yeah. Which is very possible, something might, where he has to make a decision and maybe a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But I think he now understands. When he said, I was Negan before I, you know, before I, I, met I you. ever met you, I think he's telling the truth. Really? I think this world that he's at right now, mm-hmm. I think. With the saviors and all that. With the saviors is better suited for him. Huh? Because they they're gonna need him. Yeah, and he's gonna feel empowered. He's gonna feel wanted, and why not? You know, hmm. what I mean, he he's looked at as a little soft, you know, bitch on the yeah. other side who lied. On this side, they need him mm-hmm. pretty much, especially hmm. now when they threw the fucking other the doctor in the, the fucking fire. Jesus oh Christ. man, what do you think about Dwight? So is Dwight on the verge? Obviously, he lied to Negan. Yes. So this is like we're we're inching towards him to turn. Oh, Dwight! No, Dwight. Dwight already made the decision to turn. Okay, so you think he's going to turn? No matter what. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think he's going to plot with Eugene. That's why I don't think Eugene is on the bad side. That's why I think Eugene is going to uh, eventually create a plan in order to uh, overthrow Negan. Okay, so you think that ending of this episode was kind of like a foreshadowing? Exactly. Yeah, they're they're going to team up together because Dwight knows that he is from there. And he knows uh, who he is and what he is, okay. even though he's the one who bit his dick. You know, I, I think we all need to remember that Eugene bit Dwight's dick. Oh, that is correct. We You're do not right. know if it that's still right. works. <laughs> Eugene bit his dick. Eugene bit his dick. So that's an awkward relationship. But I think Dwight knows that he's going to need Eugene in order to overthrow Negan. Interesting. Yeah. And then you think the bomb making and all that stuff is just also for. A little foreshadowing. I think so. I think so. I think. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, what's his name? Eugene's going to put together something that's going to sabotage, um, sabotage the saviors somehow in order to benefit the uh, the other groups, Alexandria, the Hilltop, and the Kingdom, and all them. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So this episode was very, pretty much one character. Well, it was two characters. It yeah. Was, really. Let's be honest. We talked last before the season two. Uh, midway point came mm-hmm. back we said what we, did we not want to see and we one of the things that we all agreed on was we don't want to see a single character episode yeah no that more focuses that. on just one character yeah. this one was kind of like that but it was on two characters yeah yeah this, much. this one was the best of the single character oh, ishness yeah far. so we had dwight also go through a lot of shit yeah 
He obviously gets his ass kicked by Negan. Gets thrown in the uh, in the hole. Gets thrown yeah. in the hole. Gets accused of opening the door for Daryl, which yep. that theory was going out there. Yeah. And we later find out it wasn't him. Nope. And it was his wife. Yep. Well, his old wife, ex-wife, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Negan's new wife. Negan's new wife. What's yeah. her name? Cherry. 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 Yes. Cherry. So, so she is the one that opened up the door for Daryl. Yes, and skedaddled right after him, or or during the same time. Right, skedaddled, and he lied to Negan and said that she was torn apart by walkers. Yes, and she's dead. Yes, and the one who let her out was the doctor. Yes, yeah, and which was so a blatant he, lie. He pretty much sacrificed the doctor's life for hers, for her life. Yes, which was pretty low and cold. Well, man. low down, dirty dog. Shit. He sat there and watched. Yes, he did. But I don't think he thought that was going to be the play. He thought Negan was just going to burn him yeah. with the iron. And, and then let him live. Yeah, so Negan just pretty much just threw him into the uh, fire pit. So that's what you have on this episode of The Walking Dead. It was yeah. a good episode. Yes, I, it was. It wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't I, was, bad. I was afraid, but no, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I had no problem with this one. Next week looks like they're going to get into some more zombie trouble. Yep. Michonne and Rick. Yeah, was it Rashon? Yeah, Rashon. Those two get into some wacky padacky zombie trouble. <laughs> and hopefully they can get out of it. Of yeah. course they will. Yeah, they have to. <laughs> but it looks like there's other plot points that are going to be... It looks like Rosita might have found that... that girl uh, camp? Yeah, the girl camp. Yeah, let's get hope so. Guns. Yeah. Maybe she'll get a gun and shoot herself with it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No? Nope. Not going to happen. So there is your Walking Dead info for this week. Yes. Let's talk a little Star Wars. Ooh. Before we do our voicemails... Let's talk a little Star Wars. All right. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. Don't try it. High ground. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. High ground. I hate you. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. High ground. Whoops, I'm gonna grab that there. High ground. <laughs> Wait, are you f***ing robbing me? I'll give it to your son someday if Padme isn't, you know, dead. I mean, she looked pretty dead to me from up here on the high ground. Wait, 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 wait. I'm literally just cooking to death. Please, just kill me. That's not the high ground way. I mean, the Jedi way. You know what I'm saying. I'm saying I've beaten you and I'm on the high ground, so. High ground. Now, there's not much or if anything to talk about other than Star Wars is awesome. (laughs) There's always something to talk about with that. Yeah. BigKingStarWars.net and Jason Ward earlier last week reported that there's evidence and tips being put out there that Mm. an unaltered original trilogy will be released this year for the 40th anniversary in various formats. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's very, very cool. And... The, 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 the theatrical releases. The theatrical releases. Probably okay. stuff that you've never seen. Like, you've never seen Star Wars in its original format. I I've have... I can't say no, but most likely because I've never not known the difference. I, I do know that in the ones that I've seen more, most recently, lightsabers are different. Uh, some of the audio is a little bit different. Like at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, you, you see Hayden Christensen's uh, Anakin Skywalker as a Force ghost. I do know in the theatrical release that wasn't there. A couple things like that. But if somebody were to, to ask me, do you know the difference? I would probably say no besides the lightsabers but that's about it no oh, okay see so that's this is a big deal yeah it's a big deal this is how 
Lucas first put the films out there. This yes. is how majority of the people in our era mm-hmm. uh, got to see Star Wars. So I'm, I'm excited about it. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I hope they just you know clean it up and get it all digitally remastered, but not changing anything. That's yeah. That's right? that's flirting with danger there though. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. I don't, yeah, absolutely. I don't want to see a grainy movie. You know. What I mean? <laughs> You know, yeah. There's, uh, there's other news. Comicbook.com had an article that talked about the Han Solo title and other major Star Wars news is rumored for D23 Expo in Anaheim. Or they're just going to drop it right after we finish this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they, like By they the way, do. exactly. That did drop. There was a cool article and a picture with Han Solo cast members and directors all in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. Mm-hmm. Came out right after our episode dropped. I'm they, sure you've all seen it. I think they wait for us. There's there's a yeah. camera in here or a microphone and they wait for us to be like all right great episode drop yeah there's gonna be actually episode eight teaser yeah on Tuesday <laughs> right after our episode a bunch of assholes yeah so this is kind of kind of cool if you don't know what D twenty three is it's a Disney convention kind of like Comic Con but they just the stroke themselves off that's they all it themselves is off yeah in their city uh, where their theme park is mm-hmm. and which is great for us because literally five super close yeah. work. I will definitely be there if they're going to do all kinds of Marvel stuff. They're going to mm-hmm. do Pixar. They're going to do Lucasfilm. And they're going to do their Disney live action. Yep. Which also includes Aladdin coming up by Guy oh, Ritchie. Oh, that's right. That cool? That's very cool. Yeah. According to the new rumor from Star Wars News Net, their sources indicated that it sounds like they'll get, have a bigger share of the pie. Star Wars will. For E23. Yeah. Fans who were frustrated waiting so long for a title for Episode 8, Star Wars Last Jedi, to be revealed shouldn't have to stick it out as long for the Han Solo story. Nice. To get an official title. If the rumor is correct, the title will be revealed at D23 Expo this July in Anaheim. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I read in the Star Wars article, StarWars.com article about the Han Solo project, Mm -hmm. they're still slating it to come out in May. Huh. Not in December. Which is very, very interesting because they've kicked ass in December. Yeah. So you would think they would just... Episode 8, the film, is coming out in December. Yeah. So you would think they would just like have it hit December as well. They're making tons of money. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because I, I thought their whole plan was to create a new Christmas tradition of, yay, Christmas, and a Star Wars movie. Yes. That's, that's what I thought that. their plan was. Huh, that's interesting. That's what I thought as well. Another news from the same comicbook.com is that J.J. Abrams has seen the script, has read the script, and he... Hates it. This is his quote. Mm. I can tell you it's an amazing script and the cast is obviously extraordinary, Abrams told Fox News in an interview. The producer talked about the thrill of getting to help bring new Star Wars tales to life and being a fan for so long. I think it's a thrill to be a part of something that meant so much to me as a kid and to be a part of allowing it to mean so much for kids now it is fun to see see it live on in various forms and ways even five years ago i would never imagine it could have continued and knowing what is coming is even more exciting abram said what a tease very cool though very cool i'm, I'm happy that he's reading he's giving input yeah uh, he's giddy yeah that makes me very very happy so there is your star wars news mm. more news than i actually thought yeah really yeah so very cool now let's get into some voicemails Ooh. We have a voicemail from Richie. We have a voicemail from King Tom. King Tom. King of all Toms. King of all Toms. And we also have a voicemail from Dallas. Ooh. So let's start off with Richie. You ready? Yep. All right. 
What's up, Sith heads? Hey, this is your buddy Richie. Hey, I wanted to talk to you guys about the state of comic book movies and some of the things that that I enjoy and some of the things I don't enjoy and where you think things are headed. So, you know, one of the I really enjoy the comic book entertainment that is sort of off the beaten path. Your Ant-Mans, your Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool, shit like that. Um, The other mainline comic book stuff seems to be, to me, sort of played out. It's all very, in my opinion, all very formulaic, right? So, introduce superhero in first movie, make him fight his main villain, and, you know... He defeats the villain, fancy costumes, shit blows up, city gets destroyed, and guess what? Um, he survives all's hunky-dory. Second movie, he fights his second fucking villain, and, you know, on and on and on, you know? It, it to me, just seems, after a while, you, you've seen one, you've seen them all. And that's not, uh, that's not a knock to those people that, enjoy them, to me, it's just like, okay, what's, what's next? So, I really enjoy that off-the-beaten-path stuff. Dark and gritty, in and of itself, doesn't, doesn't bother me, um, although I, I do think that that's kind of played out, too. I, I enjoy dark and gritty, but in a sense, like, um, Daredevil. I love the way Daredevil plays out, because Daredevil isn't just dark and gritty. Daredevil makes you think, right? So, not to bring up Johnny Grasso's Catholic guilt again, but as somebody who is a practicing Catholic, I really enjoy the way they portray Matt Murdock's faith, and how Matt Murdock is trying to reconcile that faith with his actions. And it's a really, really interesting dynamic to that show. And it make, for me, it makes the show work. So, you know, Dark and Gritty is... It, it's, it's okay, but, you know, only if it makes you think. If it's going to be Dark and Gritty because that's just what we're doing these days, then I'm sorry, I've, I've seen that movie before. What's next? So I'm wondering if you guys think, you know, given the success of all the other sort of off-the-beaten-path movies that have come out of the, especially the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what you guys think the next turn in comic book movies might be. Is it something that's going to be, I don't know, we, we all chuckle, but is it something that's going to be more campy, like Adam West's Batman? Do you think we'll ever see anything like that again, or are those days past? All right, guys, look forward to hear what you think. Take care. All right, Richie, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. This is this was a, a great voicemail because what do we think it's going to be and, and how do we like our comics and comic book movies and stories? First of all, I loved Daredevil because mm-hmm. of not only the dark and gritty, like you said, <laughs> but also the, the, the point that you brought out. He was always in conflict between how to be a superhero, how to be a vigilante, and still have a moral compass, mm-hmm. right? Boo, what do you think about this? Uh, yeah, no, I, I do agree that Daredevil was good. I, 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 I don't think the religious aspect was that big in it. I, I do think that he went to the priest to, like you said, have a moral compass. But I don't think it was a moral compass as being 
uh, a good Christian or a bad Christian. So or I, I kind of or Catholic. I kind of saw that differently. Really? Yeah. See, I did. I, okay. I, I thought it was a huge part of this show. Oh no, it was big. Yeah, yeah. No, you are right that he was looking to him to get a moral compass, but I don't think he was looking to him to get a religious moral compass. I think it was just a moral compass from a wise man hmm. that he's known all his life, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think he's battling it. I think he's battling both. I think mm-hmm. he's battling. To become and and you remember in, in season one he does kind of give up, yeah. He stops being that guy, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that, Richie. I love the fact that the, the questions are asked, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that you do have to think about these things. If you want a, just a graphic novel to read, and you actually you might already reading him, I'm not sure. But The Walking Dead, yeah. the original Walking Dead graphic novels mm-hmm. is that. It's kind of like. Dark and gritty and dirty. <laughs> it makes you think of what you would do in the apocalypse. In the apocalypse, in these situations. So yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love the Walking Dead series. I, I am not up to date to it, but yeah, I've read a lot of them. Where is it going now? So I think it's going to be completely opposite from Campy. Huh? I don't think we're going Campy at all. I think we're going the style Logan is going. And this really? Deadpool's going. I know Deadpool was a little campy, right? Obviously. Yeah. But, but was that was fun. on purpose. That was on purpose because of the character. Yeah. But I think you're going to see more of Logan-esque type of things. Hmm. What do you think? Um, I kind of disagree. I don't think it'll get campy. But what I think I, uh, what I think uh, Richie's afraid of is that it's going to get a bit more childish. Yeah, I think, well, that's and I and I'm afraid that he might be right. Oh fuck that! Yeah, because the, the they will have their serious moments, like you know Logan and, and and Deadpool and all that. But the tough thing with that is, is that eventually one of these R-rated movies isn't going to make too much money. Yeah. But what does that's make true. money are the PG-13 movies, yes, the true. PG movies, which are you know it's hurtful to say, but kids movies. That's what it is. So and. People make stuff as far as it makes movies or makes money. No, I agree bad. with that. So, I, I so what I'm afraid of is that it is going to go back not not to the Adam West where it's ridiculous like that, but once again not be as serious as it is now with Deadpool and Logan and stuff like that. That's what I'm afraid of. I want to see a independent comic book film. Never gonna fucking happen. Wait, well, it happened with Kickass. Kickass was an independent film. It was from an independent studio, too, and an independent comic book company. Huh. I think it can happen. Look, I saw a great graphic novel film called, uh, is it 20 Days a Night? Oh, 30 Days a Night. 30 Days a Night. Fantastic. Oh, it was great, right? That is fantastic That was an independent film. Yeah, that's true. And so uh, those type of movies I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, I gotcha. Nothing like where they'll pull out like... Black Adam yeah. and make an independent film out of it. So, like graphic novels that you don't really know about yeah. and bring them to life via independent film. I think mm-hmm. that would be great. Like okay. Weinstein Company stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So, yeah. so thank you, bud. Thank yeah. you, R- Richie. That was a great one. And we also got your voicemail on how to pronounce Ollie and Allie. But the problem is that with your accent, I couldn't tell if it was Ollie There's, or Allie. There was no difference. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you for the effort, though. Yes, yes. Thank you for the help. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is from the King of All Kings, King Tom. Mm. All right, let's listen. Hey, Raj and Boo. It's King Tom. How are you guys doing? Uh, Logan. I can't wait. Uh, 
one of my friends, he wants me to see it with him. Uh, you know, I want to see it Thursday as soon as I can, but he can't, and uh, I really don't want to have to wait till Saturday. So hopefully I'll get to see it Friday like a lot of other people. But anyway, so you were uh, looking to see what other people wanted to see, and I think I mentioned it in my, one of my first calls to you guys that that one moment in the trailer where um, – Logan and Charlie and Laura sitting around the table laughing. I, I, I want to know what that that's all about. And I, I like moments like that. You know, it could be that Charlie just cracked a fart joke or something, but it looks like it's going to have this movie have some heart. And we never got the um, the Leia, Luke, and Han moment in The Force Awakens, so it'll be nice to have something like that in Logan. I want I want a fitting send off for these characters. Uh, and again, going to tie this back to Star Wars because why not? In Rogue One, a lot of the people said they had the, and, and I could really see this that they had the complaint that many of the main characters died without knowing if their mission was a success or not. Um, you know, Jin and Cassian were the only ones who got to see the, the plans beamed up to uh, the Rebel fleet, and Charles Xavier has been fighting all of his life for human mutant equality and. I just want him to have some sense that his efforts weren't in vain, that the hate and division that have been created by Magneto, but also the humans who wanted to kill mutants. I wanted to, I want him to see that he was more successful than they were, that it mattered to some people. So that, that's what I want to see. And that, that also has me thinking that, um, you know, this is really the end of an era and that, we as geeks, we kind of owe a debt to Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart and the uh, X-Men movie because back when the original X-Men movie came out in 2000, uh, with the exception of you know maybe Blade and the first Tim Bat- Burton Batman movie, comic book movies were laughing stock. Well, even a some Blade is a joke, but um, the X-Men looked good. It had a good story, even even if it's a little dated now. And it had some serious actors in it. You got Patrick Stewart, this awesome Shakespearean, real actor's actor, giving giving it some emotional weight. And uh, you know, Ian McKellen's Magneto. That movie really changed things. And and I don't think we'd have the world of uh, awesome comic book movies. And yes, the DC universe too. Uh, not that that's all awesome, but I don't think that there would be as much money or attention behind it. And that whole world wouldn't exist. All right, King Tom. I think you got cut off, King Tom, but that was a great voicemail. Amazing. And I think you're right, King Tom. I think we do owe Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart a huge amount of credit and, and debt for... I mean, Hugh Jackman started off 17 years ago, and he was doing theater. I think he was doing Oklahoma or something, and he got the call that he was going to be Wolverine. And from there... It's just, you know, it's been history. Yeah, it jump-started his career, and it jump-started pretty much his character, I think, carried the X-Men films. So Wolverine's such a popular character, and he did such a great job with it. Now, what do I want out of Logan? I totally agree with you. I think they're going to have tons of heart in this film. It's going to tug at your heartstrings, is what I'm trying to say. What I want is their send-offs. Obviously, I think what's going to happen is Stuart and... Logan are going to die, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a sacrifice. 
if Logan's going to die, obviously, or maybe Stewart's going to die to sacrifice himself for Logan and yeah. vice versa. And Logan does it for X23. And I don't think you're going to see an equality, but I think you're going to see X23 understand who she is. Charles is going to kind of have that moment where he gets it yeah. and she's going to be okay. And she's going to fight for mutants yeah. from here on out. Okay, so what are you looking for, Boo? I mean, what, how do you want this thing to be sent off? So, yeah, I, I would have to agree with you, Raj, and disagree with King Tom. Um, Charles is not going to get any closure. I don't think he, he would ever get any closure. He could live for the rest of eternity, and there will always still be beef between humans and mutants. It's a sad thing, but I think I, you know nobody likes something different. Nobody likes change. With the ending of the movie, somebody has to die. And the better, the better ending would be with Logan sacrificing himself and making sure that uh, X-23 survives and Charles uh, survives. But the more uh, plausible ending for a future, for a possible future would be that uh, Charles sacrifices himself and lets Logan live Ah. so he can take care of X-23 and show her how not to be an animal. I think Logan's got to die, bro. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It would be a better ending with Logan dying. Oh, okay. But it would be be better for the movie studio to possibly have a future if Logan survives because he's he's able to take care of X-23 because, I'm sorry to say, but Charles Xavier needs a goddamn wheelchair. He would make her a better human being. Yeah. But Logan would be able to teach her how to be a better survivor as far as – as well as being somewhat of a better human being. I just think Hugh Jackman pretty much said, I'm dying in this. So kind of like Harrison Ford did for Force Awakens. Yeah, kill me. Kill, kill me, me or, or I'm, I'm out. This, you're gonna, I'm going to die. Yeah. This, and you're sending me off how I want to be sent off. Yeah, okay. So that's what we're going to see. So that's where we're at. Okay. Well, there you go, King Tom. There Thank it is. Thank you so much. Yep. Appreciate your call. Mm-hmm. You always have fantastic – Voicemails, man. Yes. All right, let's go to our last voicemail, and that is from Dallas. Araj, boo, it's your buddy Dallas. Dallas Wood, how you guys doing? Hey, great show last week. Dean did a great job, my man. Loved hearing you on the episode, but great editing job, great con- commentary there, boys. Good as usual. Uh, Araj, you asked us on Twitter to come out and give you our predictions, what we think we might see with the new Logan movie that comes out, which... By the way, I'm so excited to be on that reaction show. Anyway, um, I think it's not going to be Old Man Logan. I have a feeling it's going to be more of a dystopian, like for mutants. Like they figured out how to get rid of mutants, and there's, there's. I, my prediction may be that this girl is somehow related to Logan, like through his family or his daughter. And, and I want to know if you guys maybe think that might be the case. I haven't read anything. To spoil it, this one actually didn't want to be spoiled, so if I'm wondering something that they've already given away, that's fine. Go ahead and do it, because uh, I would love to hear what your thoughts are uncensored. So, thanks again, boys. Appreciate the show. You're the best. Bye. All right, Dallas. First of all, thank you for yes, those great you, man. We really appreciate it. Jesus, that was yeah, nice. Really nice of you. And yeah, we can't wait to have you on for the reaction show. Yes. And we have not been spoiled either, so we're keeping away from all the spoilers. Mm-hmm. But your theory, I think you have something there, Pud. I think 
that you're going to see some kind of relations between mm-hmm. those two at the very end. Yes. And he will be somehow when he when he dies, because he's going to fucking die, <laughs> he's going to tell her something about that. So that's what I think. What do you think, Boo? There's actually a little bit to this. So Dallas, if you don't want to be spoiled, this, this is a way that they might or might not go. But just in case kind of wouldn't listen to this so five four three two one spoil x23 is basically a clone of wolverine you know logan but not perfectly of course you know she's a you know she's a female and all that and she doesn't have the three claws but she's basically him she's a female and all that yeah (laughs) so she's basically him just more animalistic so she didn't have enough time to be a normal person. She's just been an animal the whole time. So now she's gonna have to learn how to be a normal person. So she's she's uh she's a bit a little bit more rough around the edges with her. And then with the with them getting rid of the or uh, mutants in general, that might be right. You might be right with that because there you see very few of them. And Charles Xavier seemed really nervous and scared and he gets there on his own when he's never gone anywhere on his own so yeah most likely everybody's dead or something like that if you want to read something about that you could read the old man logan comic and it'll it'll explain where they're getting this from a little bit wolverine basically kills all the x-men kills everybody in the yeah yeah, they're not going to do that but it's kind of the same world where everybody's dead or gone so that's that's what yeah, they're going yeah. for. So yeah, so I, I think uh, you're on the right track, yes. sort of. So yeah, so ho- hopefully they go with somewhere around that kind of a train of thought. Well, I think that wraps it up, man. Mm-hmm. Episode 29 in the books. All right. So we are going to be on our 30th episode, which oh, is kind of cool. And oh, our 30th shit. episode is going to be the Logan Reaction Show yes. as well. Yes. Very Logan centric centric show can't wait for that so everybody go watch it we're gonna go see it on thursday night yes all right guys we really appreciate you tuning in mm-hmm. thank you and i thank uh my wife lorena or Leah, yeah. for being on the show that was kind of cool mm-hmm. so we'll have her on more get her perspective yep maybe she'll come in and shoot the shit a little bit for the logan show yeah but we really appreciate it remember t public go out there and look at those shirts and yeah. tell me what you think unless you think they're really shitty and then don't tell me yeah keep that shit to yourself really yeah. sad. Yeah. Be, be sad all right guys you have a good one and we'll see you next week on the syphilis